reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. seated, we are going to rise up and pray, but I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 John chapter 5. We want to deal with something very, very important in our lives that is trying to overtake and overwhelm our lives. And um, in 1 John chapter 5 and verse we are told this morning's service is a healing service. Amen. It's a healing service. Amen. God is going to touch your life. There is something you've been struggling with that after this service You will not find in your life. Amen. The battles of our lives are basically battles against our faith. And in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4, we are told clearly that anyone Born of God. Now, can I see by hands? I, I'm told that there are eight or nine people here who are born of God. Can I see your hand who the eight people are? That's more than eight. How many of you are born of God? I see. Now, anyone who is born of God has a characteristic. And that characteristic is that that person overcomes the world. Amen. At least we know that anybody who is born of God cannot be worldly. Cannot be carnal. You cannot. You cannot be. It's like asking a snake to bark. I mean, that's a a Nigerian movie right there. A snake barking. That one is a Nigerian movie. It cannot be. It cannot be. If you are genuinely born of God,
the world cannot overcome you. Amen. You triumph continually. If you are doing business in the world, you triumph. Yes. Your business does well. Yes. If you are in school in the world, you triumph in your education because nothing that is of the world can subdue a believer. Amen. It's impossible. But but you and I know that we are all being subdued one way or the other. Hello? Hello. I mean, it cannot be that you are 30 years, you are working, and you cannot find a wife to marry in this world. No. (laughs) But there are young men here who are not married. You wonder whether they are sick. Please, as the nearest guy, what's wrong with you? Just help me. There must be a problem with you. What is the problem? What is the problem? Or you are one of them. Are are you one of them? (laughs) Anybody born of God cannot be at the mercy of the world system. That is why even in Egypt, when there was light off. Now, that's not right. I cannot say light off. That's not light off. I mean, the darkness there, the Bible says, could be felt. I don't know how it is light. I mean, darkness that you can touch. That's not light off. ECG cannot cannot produce that type of darkness. No matter how good they are. When there was darkness in Egypt, in Goshen, there was light. Yes. Why? Because anybody who is born of God cannot be at the mercy of any system in the world. Academic, political, health, economic, any system. Therefore, whatever is subduing you in your life and making you look pitiful, by the time this service is over, you will be at the top of that matter. Amen. Jesus. Now, this is not something I am saying to encourage you. It's the Bible. It's the Bible. It cannot be that a child of God goes through town and cannot find a job. And most of the time, the reason why they cannot find a job is that you can never find something that is not for you. Because there's no job in town for you. You know, I I get very amazed that a service which starts at 10 o'clock, people can be late. It's demonic. 10 a.m. Jesus. People manage to come to church at 6.30. 7 o'clock, we are here. We've had a service, oh, you have just come. We've had the service fall everywhere. You are number two. But it's amazing that somebody can be late. It's demonic. Now, these are the people who cannot even overcome time. Hello? Let me tell you. 
the motto of a child of God is no nonsense. Amen. No, 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 no. You can try it with James. You can try it with Jonathan. But you can't bring this because I am a child of God. Amen. Now, the reason, the reason, and we are about to pray. Ha, my chest is full. We are about to pray. The, the reason why many of us here, even including those who can't even come to church on time. No, I'm not joking. I'm not saying something because I saw some people coming. I'm telling you that if the service which starts at 10 a.m., you cannot come here at 10 a.m., there is something demonic in your background. Jesus. And some, once a while, you must believe me. <laughs> once a while, you must believe me. It's not everything I say you must believe, but once a while. You yourself must choose when to believe me. One of the demonic harassments in your life is to get you to come late to church. Believe me. It's, I'm not saying this because I don't have a message to preach or I can't lead you to pray. I'm, I'm speaking by the anointing. Do you, do you know why it is demonic? Because, because there are a lot of things that have to do with the power of God that are time related. Oh, come on, minister. Prophetic. Anything that is supernatural has timing with That's its right. rhythm. There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm. See, so one of the works of the devil is to let you now come out of rhythm. Keep teaching. Come out of rhythm. There's a rhythm, but you beat at a different, on a different wavelength. I'm telling you, speak. Your inability to report to church early is a mark and a sign of a demonic affliction which manifests in other areas of your life. But we are about to pray. We are about to pray. I didn't even have this in mind. Jesus. I am, I've got my verse just to pray one or two. But I, I'm now understanding why God sent me here this morning. Wow. Yeah. It's demonic. He said, whenever the angel came to stir the water, Jesus, anyone who stepped into it, what? First. First. Time related. So because of this, this man had been lying at that place for how many years? 38. Which is not different from your situation because what you are going through has been, has been going on since you were born. Jesus. Many of us here are going through a lifetime of affliction. 38 years. What was his problem? A demon. His problem was lateness. Jesus. <laughs> Minister. <laughs> Prophesy. I'm asking, I said, but don't you all read the Bible? What was the man's problem? Lateness. His mother-in-law? No. Family demons? No. What? His paralysis? No. no. Lateness. So your lack of respect for time 
especially when it comes to the things of God. Can you imagine tomorrow Monday morning by 5 a.m. You are on your way to beat Legon traffic. Jesus, you are demon possessed. You are going to ministry of social welfare. You leave your house at 5 a.m. Ministry of health, ministry of finance. You are coming to the house of God while your destiny comes off as a fountain. You don't care. The time the service starts is the time you leave your house. Jesus. It is demonic. Whoever, he said, when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. Say, I have no man. But while I am coming to church, another cometh to church before me. Hey. Anything you allow someone to do before you, cast a spell on you. Jesus. Including somebody coming to church before you. When we were having that uh, porch between the porch and the altar, I was first. Go and review the Facebook, whatever. I was there. Beginning, 10 a.m., I'm there. Jesus. Once a while, 10 05, 10 10, 10 09. I was there. If there were five people in the room, I'm one of the five. That's right. Because I understand spiritual timing. That's right. You are degrading your destiny by your lack of regard for time. Believe me. This one goes beyond unspirituality. It is demonic. Don't allow it. The prayer we are going to, I didn't even know because God told me that lead them to pray to be desperate. I said, ah, what I, to be desperate? He said, without desperation, Nobody can get anything from me. Hey. Nobody gets anything from me. If you are not desperate, you get nothing. Matthew 11. We suffer. The kingdom of God suffers violence. And it is a violent. When you are desperate, if I, if I block your nose right now, you will you, be desperate to breathe. And in your desperation, you can kick my groin. Should I try it? Because somebody is trying to take something from you. Yes. Your life is being taken hey. from you. Your destiny is being taken. You yes. won't sit down. But you see us. We walk into church. And this, look, all these are diplomacy is demonic. Thank you. Diplomacy can never solve any problem. You are too beautiful to clap your hands. You are too educated to, to pray. You are too uh, high in society to pray in tongues. Stupidity. High in which society? Who says the devil cares whether your father is a minister or you are the president? I told a man in, uh, at airport three weeks ago. I said, a rich man. Today we can't find him. Jesus. I said, what is happening is to inform you that nobody is too high for Satan to bring down. That's right. But thank God that there is a group of people who can subdue the world. Mm. They are called 
believers. Believers. Anybody born of God. Now, now, by the way, the fact that you are a human being doesn't mean you are born of God. A human being is created by God. Being born of God is a separate kettle of fish. Born of God is not created. Trees are created by God. Stones. Demons. Lucifer, their father. God made him. That's why Jesus saw some people and said, you, not you, you, you are of your father, the devil. Now, anybody who is truly born again overcomes the world. When it is time, you see, because you respect, you see, like people who come to a 10 o'clock service at 11 o'clock means that you, you don't respect time. Now, if you don't respect time, why should time respect you? You must be stupid. You must be very unintelligent. <laughs> it is called reciprocity. Reciprocity. Only people who are dumb and have got oats or hausa cocoa in their head are those who think they can relate to something in a way and expect a different response. You don't respect time and you want time to respect you by the way you come to church. It means that you also, when it is your time to marry, it will never happen. Jesus. Because, because the, 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 the law of time is not a law you respect. Can't you say that? The people you honor, they honor you. When you go to your office and you talk to people, hey, sit down, foolish man. Why are you, hey, fool, hey, no, hey, hey, hey. When you go, they plan how to sell the things without your knowledge. <laughs> Anything you honor, Honestly. That's right. So when it is time to have a car, time itself will deliver the car. Amen. Reciprocity. Yes, reciprocity. When it is time to marry, time itself will hand it over to you. That's what we call at the appointed time. The Greek is kairos. Not chronos. Kairos. It doesn't matter whether you are short you'll be a millionaire when your time comes. That's right. Many of us are past our time because you do not respect time. Now, what is it that overcomes the world? What is it? Faith! I'm saying that it is illegal. It's, it's not allowed. For a young believer who has finished school not to find a job in town. The, the world cannot subdue you with poverty. But why are some of us here unemployed? Faith. You see, the substance. Look at them, they are coming. The, the substance that overcome. Look, look. I, I, 
everybody look at me. Let, let me tell you. Never see such a thing as fashionable. It's demonic. Never accept it. Even if your car breaks down. There's a brother, our soul, who was coming to church and the bus that was supposed to bring him was delaying. He said, never. I will never allow a demonic church or driver to determine when I should be in church. <laughs> never. It will never happen. He took his own church and came to church. Never think that when it comes to God, you can act haphazardly. You can disregard God's timing. Never. The people who enjoyed divine elevation, divine blessings, all had time. The man at the gate called beautiful, he sat there at the time of prayer. That's how Judas was able to get Jesus. He knew when to find him in Gethsemane. Do we, can we say that at 4 o'clock you'll be up praying? You can't tell. Because you're, you're, you, 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 you are bizarre. Your, your, your understanding of time is bizarre. We are going to pray. You see, and all these things have their underpinnings in faith. You see, it shows how much faith you have in ministry of social welfare. That's why you get up at five. You must make it. But when you come to church, oh, many of you in here, you, you, in your mind, we are lucky that you are in church. Like, oh yes. Like, I'm, I, I should feel honored that someone like you is in church. Now, anybody with... It means you don't believe in the house of God. Faith. So we are going to pray that Father, give me... Like the apostles went to Christ and said, increase our faith. Because let me tell you, if you will overcome, if you will live a triumphant life, it will be on the basis of your faith. Without faith, forget about it. Jesus. The service is not even 45 minutes. Already people are having sexy eyes. People are sleepy. It's not even one hour. Some people looking at me here like... You are seducing me. You want to seduce me on Sunday morning? A man. Tell your neighbor, shine your eyes. Shine your eyes. Shine your eyes. You must be desperate. Oh, so look, we, are, we have been... See, 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 mommy, mommy, many of you don't know what you are suffering. You have been suffering violence. I have discovered in recent time that people are suffering from, of course, it's true. Somebody can be suffering from a disease he doesn't even know about. Most of the time, maybe a cancer or whatever. You don't know. It's there. That is what has caused your weight loss. You think that because of uh, two times a week. No, no. You may think it's the work, but actually there's a cancer eating you. So many people do not know what is responsible for what they are going through. Yeah. But I'm informing you today that at the bottom of your situation is your lack 
It is when you have faith that you are violent. Violent people don't understand anything. They don't understand that this is Jesus. John is by him. James and Peter, Bartholomew, Judas, another uh, Judas. No, no, no. I want my healing. Yeah. If I must do sexy dancing to get the healing, I'll get it. Jesus. The woman who was bleeding. Twelve years. You are not desperate because you don't believe. Many of us here, these people who are just coming, are unbelievers. If President Akufuado was here, will you be here one hour? You are an unbeliever masquerading as a Christian. This is the problem. We are not violent. That's why we have nothing. Church is not important to you. Have you ever imagined yourself sleeping at a board meeting but you sleep in church? Because it doesn't mean much to you. Therefore, the world subdues you. We look at you pitifully. Anybody who sees you doesn't want to be a Christian. Because if this is how the Christian life is, I don't want any part of this pathetic life. But thank God that there's a certain victory. I said there's a certain victory that makes us colorful. That makes us glorious. That gives us the upper hand in our engagement with the forces of the world. Stand to your feet right now. We are about to pray. The Father, give me what it takes yes to overcome the world yes and what is it jesus kapaha zindeli grostosh petnindas talininorolobushanda joshua said give me this mountain did he take it he took it the mountain you cannot even take a center to church A collection of glorified unbelievers. We are unbelievers. And we call ourselves Christian because your father was a catechist, your mother was a Christian, or you have never said Allahu Akbar before. Not being a Muslim doesn't mean you are a Christian. We are praying and we are saying, Lord, Lord. You see, another definition of faith, faith is the desperation to make God true. Thank you. The desperation to make God to prove that God is real. Because if you are not desperate to make God true, man will make God a liar to you. So actually, so in Romans 3, 4, Paul said, let God be true.
if somebody says you will not make it, he said, please hold on. Take your time. He said, I will make it. Let me just check the Bible, whether what you have just said is in the Bible, because only God is true. So if what you are saying is... So let me just check. Then when you check, you open 1 John 5, 4. It says, anybody who is born of God overcomes the devil. The world. Then you lift your head and say, with all due respect, you are a liar. It is our lack of faith that makes us respect doctors. Every man includes medical doctors. A woman, there was a testimony in the first service. Cancer of the stomach. She was in the hospital. Declared useless. And then I was preaching two Sundays ago. And I said, and a prophetic word, if you can hold it well, if you know how to hold the prophetic word, it brings you out. But many of you don't know because you're actually a non-believer. The believers, they know how to hold. I said, somebody here has cancer. First of all, I said, there's a sickness in the stomach that God is healing. Then I was specific. Cancer. God is healing somebody. God is healing somebody. God is healing somebody. And the person in the service received it. On, because you can receive something on behalf of someone. That's right. Oh, you can. You can. All, every area of the world, you can talk on behalf of someone. That's why we have got linguist. The linguist is not the chief, but we respect him because he speaks for the chief. The person went home and prayed for the person. The woman in coma who was on admission in coma then by 24 hours she came alive. They couldn't find they couldn't find the cancer in the stomach. She's at home right now. Doctors are not gods. Come on. But it is our lack of faith that makes us respect them. It's our lack of faith. When they give us six months, you start writing your will. <laughs> of course, who are you? But Romans 3, 4 says, let Will God give you six months? Will God give you six months? He wants to give you long life. Therefore, today, whatever is in a calabash in your village, whatever is in a room somewhere, being used to degrade your life, we are saying, Father, Father, we subdue every satanic agenda. Begin to clap your hands and pray right now. If you are diplomatic, you can sit down. If you are educated, you can go home. Those of us without education, those of us without money, those of us who don't have jobs, we are praying. Jesus, anything that is born of God, receive violence, 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 violence. 
Maya Dolorosa Shanta Whatever wants to overcome you, your business, your ministry, your marriage, we overcome it by faith. By faith, we subdue it, we destroy it, we neutralize, we bring it down in the name of Jesus. Pray. Somebody is being set free. Somebody is being set free. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Let me let me tell you something. This is the last prayer. Today we are not praying for a long time. Just one one last prayer. See, I want to I want. The prayer we are praying, maybe I'm not explaining myself. I'm too, I'm too hyped this morning. I'm telling you that we will not respect the world. Jesus. Anybody who is born of God does not allow the world to dictate to him when he must have money. Yes. When he must marry. Yes. When he must drive a car. Yes. What, what, and, and, the, no, no, no. and the reason is his faith. So we are praying and we are saying, Lord, Lord, from today, from today, I am making you true. I am making you true. Today. Look. Give me a pen. Jesus. Look, 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 look at it. Even if you go to your son's room and you see him doing this. Now, is your son a man? Is your son a human being? Yes. What do you say? You are a liar. What you are a man. So what I'm seeing is not true. I refuse to accept the legitimacy of this behavior. Yes. Rather, 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 I accept the Bible. Prophecy about my children that they shall they shall come with ships. Yes. They shall be planted as olive trees yes. and as pillars in the house of God. Yes. So what I'm seeing na lie. That is why I'm saying that if you get a lab report Jeez. that says that the biopsy shows that you have got stage three cancer. Papayo. You can accept it and let it overcome you. But you see, science opposes God. Medicine. What a doctor can tell you today, will tell you today, can let you have unbelief. 
So Paul actually describes 1 Timothy 6. Look at it. 1 Timothy 6. Is it 10 or 10 or 20? 20. Yes, 20. Timothy, my son, keep that which has been committed to you. If you don't hold it well, a devil will take it out of your hand. Now, 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 that's what he said. Avoid, avoid, avoid profane and vain babblings and oppositions of signs. Hey! Scientific facts that oppose the validity. He said, stay away. There is somebody in this service with a lab report. If you join your faith to mine, you can cancel that report. If you can, if you can't, let it overcome you. Jesus. Let it rule you. Let the lab report rule you. Let your son smoke him in his room. Hey, of course, my son is on drugs. My son is now smoking. What do I do? They say, oh, let's go and see that man. There's a man in the forest at Dodoa. My son is... But there's somebody who sees... The more you see the sun smoking, say you, what this jot in your hand is a Bible you are preaching from. In the name of Jesus. Avoid. Don't listen to vain talk. Vain means it has no effect. Vain means it, it does not have any impact. It is vain. Vain. Some threatenings of people are vain. Vain. They are threatening you. Somebody here, your boss has threatened you. That was a, one of our Bacenta leaders in, in another church, first love. Somebody gave them a, a classroom to have their church service. A watchman. Watchman, 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 watchman. Never would allow them to go in. Never would allow them to have their service. Every day they have to go and get a note and a letter. Within two weeks, the prophets declared that anybody disturbing your ministry, Jesus, you won't find that person again. Amen. So the next Monday they went. At Sunday, it was a Wednesday evening. They went for the meeting, and the watchman was not there. Another person was there. Well, the person, as soon as, as soon as the person says, so, oh, how are you? Uh, oh, uh, Francis, uh, you are the one meeting in, in this place. Oh, uh, my boss told me that you, oh, uh, the chairs have been arranged. Then the years, oh, please, where is the other watchman? Oh, he died yesterday. Yeah! Any devil chasing you, begin to clap your hands and, and buy them. Buy them. Buy them. Buy them. Now, if you, if you don't believe it, if you don't believe it, that you can neutralize them. You can quench them. He said, the watchman is dead. Mandababa. 
Keep clapping your hands and pray. Anything, any man, any woman, any situation that has predicted that you will not live, I declare by your own prayer, Jesus. You will rather live. You will rather live. Pray. Any verdict. Any verdict. That is contrary to the will of God. I make a pronouncement. You will have your son back. You will have your business. You will never be hungry. Your daughter will come back. I don't I don't know who I'm speaking to. What somebody here, a disease, a disease is threatening your happiness. My God and my Lord, I declare. I declare a cancellation of any demonic verdict. A cancellation of any satanic verdict. A cancellation of any demonic arrangement. I do see Baba Dada Baba. Something is happening. You are achieving something in the spirit. Believe me. Something is happening in the spirit. And be very careful not to eat your testimony. Be very careful to share your testimony. Pray. Lift your hands and thank God. Jesus. Yes. All these are demonic manifestations. Yes. Yes. All these. Bring them to me. Bring them to me here. Carry anybody manifesting in any way. The oil. Jesus. Anything that wants to delay, 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 delay. You are free. You are free. Yes. 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 You are free. Yes. Lift your hands. Jesus. 
they cannot find the cancer. Lift your hands. Even if you are weak here, I'm, I'm, I'm taking over your battle for you. Amen. I'm cursing that opposition. Amen. I'm cursing that verdict. Amen. Dry from the roots. Yes. Dry from the roots. Dry. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I cannot hear your amen. Dry from the roots. Dry. Dry from the roots. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I just saw somebody's hands are lifted. And the Lord is telling me that that person whose hands are lifted, a snake that has wound itself around the head of that snake has been cut off. Amen. Ah, but no, wait, 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 wait. We are going to clap properly, but I don't understand. How is it possible you are 32 or 33 and the snake is 50 years old? Jesus. Somebody here has been incapacitated Jesus. by a serpent one generation older than you. It means that it is an inherited demon. Please lift your hands and let me set you free. And one of the manifestations of this is delays. Jesus. Delays. Jesus. Lift your hands. Jesus said, Ye do err. Matthew 22 29. You err not knowing the scriptures, nor the power. If you are not acquainted with the power of God, a demon will make you derail. You will err. To, to err means to go off course. Jesus. Lift your hands. I'm binding something that is older than you. Amen. That troubles you. Yes. That, that makes your color fade. Jesus. That hand lifted up. I now speak to that snake. Come off that body. Yes. Come off. I slice off the head of a snake around a lady here. I slice that snake off. I slice the head. Yeah. Be loose. Amen. You watch it. Life is going to be easier. Amen. Please keep your hand up again. Let me kill it properly. Jesus. Anytime you live a little life in your adversary, you encourage more opposition. Whatever life 
is left Jesus. in that adversary. Right now, somebody at the back. I burn that snake. Jesus. I release fire from my mouth. Yes. Burn by fire now. Amen. You troubler of generations. Burn by fire now. Amen. 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 People are being set free. Yes. Yeah. Somebody here, you came to church. You couldn't even breathe well. Jesus. Suddenly your breathing has now normalized. Amen. Yes. Lift your hands now. Yes. Give me the oil. Leave him there. Leave her there. I'm coming. Palumpa Don't worry. You will sit down in two minutes. In this church, we are not diplomatic. We, yes. we, don't, we don't have jobs. You are the one with a job. You are the one. Yeah. We, we don't have any money. You are the rich one who just came to us. We, we are poor. So we believe in God fully. Lift your hands now. Jesus. I see something like a cloth. Yes. Like a cloth that a man or a woman would wrap around him. Somebody here, a cloth around you is falling off your body. Amen. That cloth, the Lord is telling me, represents shame. Amen. And today, under this mantle of today's service, Jesus, that cloth. Yes. That cloth. Yes, Kisota Bahash. Yeah, lift your hands. Please. Anybody here who is covered with Jesus. You are beautiful. Yes. You are talented. Kisa. You are great. But somehow, it doesn't break through. Jesus. That cloth. Is falling off your body. Amen. And within one minute, Jesus. the work will be complete. Thank you. There's someone here, you have worked and earned a lot of money, but you cannot account for it. Jesus. The cloth that represents the shame is falling off your body. Today. Amen. If you will give me just one minute, I want to beg you to lift your hands for just one minute. I know you are a managing director, but I beg you, please lift your hands. Demons don't respect officers. Yes. In fact, it's your type they are looking for. Kalasata. One minute. Just one minute. Yes, that's all. That's all. 20 more seconds. Somebody's shame is falling off you today like a cloth. 15 seconds now. Thank you, Jesus. You will never look like your aunt again. Sadabakarokata. 10.
is about to be unleashed against satanic and ancestral demons. Two, one. Thank you, Jesus. Now it's done. Shame is off. Yes. Weaknesses go. Yes. Go. 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 Clap your hands and pray. Go. 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 Papa Sito Robo Robo Bori in Tibrian Thank you. Thank you. You may please be seated. Sounds so so not that near 
Today, I want to give you one reason why you must not allow anyone to envy you or pity you. Pity you. Never put yourself in a position where you will be the object of somebody's pity. Because we have in our hands one of the most powerful forces. No religion has it. Only believers. But because, I mean, if you have this power, I don't know what you are looking for in a shrine. If you have this power. I'm talking about blood power. Blood. Blood power. Interestingly, next two weeks is Easter. You know, Easter is like a day of celebration. Christmas is not special. Christmas has not got much apart from the supernatural, which, which demons also have. You know, what sets Christians apart from every entity, including religions in this world, is Easter. In fact, every religious leader was born. So, Jesus being born um, it is part of our creed. It is part of our faith. We believe that he was conceived by the Holy Ghost. Born of the Virgin Mary. But that is not the main pillar of our faith. The main pillar of the faith of Christians is the death. In fact, the death is not even very powerful. The burial but sweetie the resurrection. I'm I'm encouraged by your hand clap. One, Paul says that, he didn't talk about the birth of Jesus. He didn't talk about the burial. He said, if there is no resurrection, then your faith is in vain. So the events that culminate in the resurrection of Jesus, are very important. Now, there are many religions whose leaders died of old age. One died of fever and epilepsy. (laughs) 
let, let's not go on. But ladies and gentlemen, you see, blood. I can't wait to take communion today. Yes, because Jesus said, this is my blood. The blood of Jesus. Jesus did not die of a stroke. He didn't die of diabetic ketoacidosis. Jesus did not die from a chariot accident. Roman chariot hit him. And he died. He died deliberately through a phenomenon called exsanguination. Exsanguination. Deliberately <laughs> was bled to death. When somebody bleeds till he is thirsty and drinks vinegar like Sprite, means there's no fluid left in him. Ex sanguination. That's how he died. Blood was spilled. I'm just trying to help you to understand what you are doing. The faith you claim you have is this one. That you believe in someone who bled to death. The nails were in his hands. The nails were in his feet. His side was pierced. His back was bruised. And to crown it all, he had a crown. <laughs> he was given a crown to crown it all. Yeah. And every affliction was to ensure that a bleeding point was created. The 39 stripes, the nails, the crown, ensured that bleeding took place. Why? Because the Bible says, without the exsanguination of a man or of an animal, an animal, a goat, a cow. Without exsanguination, there is no. Sins cannot be deleted. Now, when we say sin, we say almost all things are by the law purged with blood. Now, and without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sin 
Now, that word sin is not fornication alone. It's not just we smoking. That word sin is not committing abortion alone. Actually, abortion itself is not the sin. It is the nature of the person who commits the sin that makes it sin. So the Bible says, whatever is done without faith is sin. Because where there is no faith, it means there is no belief. Therefore, the nature, you see, without the shedding of blood, is no remission. Sin is not remitted. What blood does? You remember that song? What can wash away my sins? Nothing by the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing by the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that makes me white as snow. No other fountain I know nothing but the But before we even talk about the blood of Jesus, let's let's just talk about blood. Blood. Let's talk about the shedding of blood. Back to verse 22. Hebrews 9. Almost all things are by the law purged with blood. It is an eternal truth that blood which signifies life is always used to replace life. Now, sin is not an activity. Sin is not an activity. Sin is a nature. It's a nature. It's a nature. I'm ending. We are about to take the communion. I'm preaching. This is preaching time. The fact that I was not introduced, that didn't mean I cannot preach. (laughs) I don't have to be introduced to preach. What do you mean? <laughs> there is a nature of man that ensures that. You know, when Jesus Christ was looking for the synonym for human being, 
a human being or a man. Do you know synonym? The synonym. Give me some examples. Uh, I went that stands for another. Like what? You went to school. Animal. The synonym for animal is beast. That's PhD. Give me class. Synonym. Eh? Begin. Start. So, they mean the same thing. So, sometimes when you are speaking English, you don't want to use the word begin, begin, begin. So, you use start, begin, commence. But you are saying the same thing. So, Jesus also had used the word man for a long time. So, he wanted to find a word that could be used in place of a man or a human being. Do you you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He couldn't find a word. He found no other synonym for a human being. Apart from the word, can you imagine it? The word was what? Evil. The spiritual synonym for human being is evil. The word evil if you remove human being. Like, oh, I saw a hundred human beings in the room and they were clapping. You can say, I saw a hundred evils. Is there any human being here? I see animals, but is there any human being here? So I can say, I see many animals. Is there any evil here? When you see a human being, you are seeing evil. Not sin, evil. Luke 11, 13. (laughs) If ye then, being, the real word is human. The real word that should be used here is, because he was talking about fathers and children. That when your son asks for an egg, you won't give him a stone. If he asks for bread, you won't give him a stone. If he asks for fish, you won't give him a snake. Or you, you give a snake. So even you people, you, you, you human beings. You human beings. You won't put fire in the mouth of your son when he asks for a toffee. Even a human being like you. How much more God? But in his dad tribe, he tried to find a synonym for human. This is the synonym he found. If ye then be evil. You know, I have met certain people. It took me a few years to know that the first day I met the person, I actually met evil. Not a wicked man. The embodiment. When you see a a girl with long hair and long legs, especially if the long legs are accentuated with high heels. Saskatchewan. <laughs> you have seen evil. And if she is fair like this, then it's a devil. Many women curse the day they met a certain man. One lady said, 
I fornicated with many men, but there was one boy from Takrade Polytechnic. <laughs> what he taught me. Minya, you are not sinful. You are actually evil. So every year to ameliorate the impact of the evil on the destinies of men, they journeyed to Shiloh. They journeyed to the temple and slaughtered animals. Hebrews 9, 11. Hebrews 9, 11. Yes. But Christ being come an high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands. That is to say not of this building. So in our New Testament the, the temple is Christ. But in the Old Testament they went to a temple, a building But in our case, the building is not made with hands. Now, it was in that building that they went to slaughter animals. Verse 12. Neither by the blood of goats, because every year to, 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 to temper the evil, to cool down the wickedness of man, they sacrifice animals to wash, as it were, sins away. So he says, neither by the blood of goats and cows. Now, talking about this high priest, he began from Hebrews 5.1, but let's go on. By this time, he said, but by his own blood remember without the shedding of blood there's no remission your evil cannot be so many people that's why today I want you to have faith in Christ and in his death and in his burial and in his resurrection have faith that the blood that was shed was not shed in vain. Because in those days, the olden time, the Old Testament days, the blood of cows and goats and sparrows could actually cover sins. But the Bible says, Jesus, by his own blood, he entered, say once, once, you see, in those days, every year, they had to slaughter. Why? Because they were sinners and evil people at the core. So the blood of the cows would just cover the sins that were committed. But Jesus, look at what he did. By his blood, he entered in once into the holy place and obtained eternal 
That is why a believer, a true believer, doesn't know how to sin. That's why there are people, one of our pastors, was a drunkard and a weed smoker. Not smoking weed in joint. His friend, I wish I could call it, his friend was a farmer. Not cassava farmer, Indian hemp farmer. So when he harvests the sacks of Indian hemp, as a friend, he will bring him a sack. The pastor, he was sitting here this morning. Here. He will bring him a sack. Not even smoking joints. He smokes a sack and they refill. But one day, he went to church. I signed his new believer's certificate. He went to church and gave his life to Christ. From that day, he never touched expectation. Never touched. There is a power. You see, our problem, even though we call ourselves believers, is that we are just churchgoers. We are just church going. That is why you can sit here and still have somebody's husband as your boyfriend. Oh, you don't understand English. Should I speak three? English? Okay. I'm preaching. Some of us sitting here are thieves. But you are a lighthouse member. <laughs> I'm your bishop. Before you steal, you pray, Lord, oh God of my bishop. (laughs) But if you are a real believer, you will believe that the blood that was shed, you see, he entered in once with a calabash full of blood. And that one obtained what? Obtained what? Eternal, eternal. It means that by that he took away the sin nature from you. So you may slip here and there, but you are not a slave to sin. Now, by the way, as I end, the word redemption, one of the meanings is deliverance. So by the blood of Jesus, you are also delivered from bondages. Backgrounds that weigh you down. Family demons that have percolated through generations and are trickling into your life. If you believe it, the blood that was shed, that, that's why Christ said, do this in remembrance. Always, when you take the, he said, so, so, so he said, the communion, he said, this is not wine. He said, this is my blood. So that as you are drinking it, you are reminded that a certain blood, the original Calvary blood, has taken care of that curse in your family that makes women never marry more than four years. 
As you drink it, your mind is on Calvary blood. That that blood, this is a reminder. So he said, this is my blood. When you drink, redemption means you are redeemed and delivered from afflictions. Afflictions. In the first service, I was praying. I was preaching. Suddenly, I saw a vision in the service of a lady standing somewhere and something like a flag. But it wasn't water. It was something very thick. Thick and grayish, like paint. Thick, flowing towards her. Coming towards her. And fear entered the woman. And the Lord told me that the woman has seen something coming towards her. And what is coming is a family demon that she's already seen in her son. Oh, you don't understand English. Should I speak tree? I think the English is a problem for you. It, 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 it's tree okay for you? Should I speak tree? English is okay. Fancy. Fancy. Man can fancy. Instantly, I knew God was delivering somebody. Because some of the things we see in our family, why? I was at the convention. And the Lord told me, pray. I had, I had prayed for people. God said, I should pray for people who have smoked weed before. Not now smoking weed. So if it was some of you pastors would have come for prayer. Yes. <laughs> but this was at the convention somewhere. So they came. But as I was praying for them, the Lord spoke to me to pray, to ask anybody in the service who has an uncle who was a weed smoker, dead or alive. An uncle. An uncle. That is, this woman, her mother or her father has a brother who was smoking weed. And the Lord said, "There there is a power that is about to enter into the next generation. That I should deal with that power. Otherwise, their children will be weed smokers. When the father hasn't smoked weed, you don't understand what I'm saying. The mother has not smoked weed. The father is not a weed smoker. But if you did a little bit of genetics, you know there's a gene that is recessive. Hello? Yes. Recessive. <laughs> are, are, are there students listening? Are students. Yes. Recessive gene. <laughs> Miriam, are you listening? Yes. So the fact that it is not in your mother or your father does not mean it cannot appear. That's why some of you have got some strange things in your home. You look around, you can't find, but your uncle. Your grandfather, man, Samusa. Today, the blood we will drink is going to enforce the eternal redemption. Any, red, say, I am redeemed. You see, the word redeem is a very special word. I love it. It's very beautiful. It's a beautiful word. 
I, there's no word I know like that. You see, to, to redeem means to buy back or to take back. So you can use a token to redeem something. Redeem. You redeem. To buy back means that it existed already initially. But by, by some strange happenings, things have come, become bizarre. You remember Jesus said, but in the beginning, from the beginning, it was not so. Some of you, what you are going through is not the plan. Of, if you can check God's plan, the beginning, at the beginning, his plan for you was not how your life is. Today, as we take communion, there's going to be a restoration. Oh yes, a restoration of any aberration in your life. Any abnormality. Some of you have, one, one lady broke a relationship and entered into one. Young girl, small girl. She went to a pastor and said, Pastor, in fact, you know, these WhatsApp videos that go around, there's a video of a woman who has taken her husband to court. In a, and I know that, I mean, it's a program. In America, they have this. And, and the verdicts are real because they are judges. It's just a television show. Judge Judy, Judge. They are real. What the judge says is real. If they say arrest, you are fined $40. The woman took her husband to court. I wish I could find it. Some of you have seen it. Do you know the crime? Why she took her? Please, now let me tell the people. Do you know why she took her husband to court? She took her husband to court. You see, I'm talking about redeem. That some of you sitting here, you are used to bola as your normal food. You are used to, you are so much, you are, you are so much, you, you have normalized your life at the level of rubbish. That's why I respect the prodigal son. He refused to accept pig's feet as his meal. Let me go back to the court issue. Say, so, do you want to know why she took her husband to? I can't hear you. I, I, I would like to know. Sorry? I would like to know. Know what? Know why she took her husband to court. Okay. I also, so the, they were there. Real court case. And the judge asked the woman why she has come. And she said, she's come because of the treatment, how her husband is treating her at home. It's common in America. Beating of wives and so on. So the, woman, the judge asked, what is happening? He said, every morning, he prepares breakfast for her. Then, I should hold on. Okay. Do you have any question? Breakfast. Breakfast, yeah. That the man wakes up early and makes breakfast for her. So that everybody, the, the judge, ah, maybe. And what's over? Then he said, he speaks to her nicely. Very nice. Says, I love you. And that, I think, since they married. Now, this one I watched. Has, has anybody seen that video? I'm the only one. But let me pause this one. 
my friend, when we were in infant spin school, he told me this story. He said he went home one vacation. His father was the headmaster of Kukuom Secondary School. Before that, he was in Ghana National, I think. He went home and found his father, his father in the, sit- in the sitting room, talking to his best friend's wife. They were two. His father and his father's friend's wife. The friend was not there. So the father and the wife of his friend. And the woman had come to his father to report something happening in the marriage. And the man was asking, man, my friend was a little young boy, I mean, 10, 9, 11. So he went to hide and was listening to the conversation. And the woman said, to the husband, to the, her, my, my friends, father, that it's been a year or two. I, I couldn't remember. Her husband has not beaten her. So you may think I'm mad. You may think I'm, I'm out of my mind. I, I'll find the video to show you. So the father said, "What do you mean?" He said, "No, something is wrong." He said, "He said." I, I'm sure they've been married for 11 years. Beatings. So for him not to be minding her for two years means that perhaps he has found another woman. It cannot be that she's expecting beatings. Anybody here who has been fed rubbish, who has been poisoned, your mind, your background, your destiny. And now you have accepted evil as normal. My God, I pray in the name of Jesus. And I cause your deliverance to be, to be immediate. In the name of Jesus. has not beaten you. So your marriage is not. So the, 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 then the woman began to give more. She, she told the judge that some days ago or so her car got spoiled. The man took the car to go and repair it. He said she's not used to that type of life. And she thinks that she cannot. Yes, it was divorce. She cannot stay with a man like that. She can't stay with a man. She can't live with a man who repairs her car, a man who makes breakfast for her, a man who tells her, I love you. The, the judge is, I've never had a judge insult a plaintiff. But I understand her. Some of you have lived in a compound house so long that if we give you a three bedroom house, you will know what to do with it. But today is your redemption day. I said today is your redemption day. Whatever you have accepted as normal, which is not in the will of God, the blood of Jesus. You didn't hear me. I said the blood of Jesus. It buys you back. Amen. That's why I love redemption. To redeem means to take back. Yeah, that's what Christ said. In the beginning, just not so. 
the original plan in the beginning is that by this time you should be married. Originally, you should be married. You are standing here without a husband. Some of you came to church in a church row. In the beginning, the plan was that by this time you should have two cars. But, 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 but your lack of faith. So one of the things the blood did was to reset your destiny. The blood of Christ resets. It resets. Have you seen a, a watch has been reset? Like you use the watch cell, like if it is 12.30, the watch says it is 2 o'clock. Or it's 11 a.m. The watch says it is 2 p.m. So what do you do? You do what? You reset. Today, the blood of Jesus, which was shed 2,000 years ago, is resetting your destiny. Whatever has gone wrong that you have even accepted as normal, you have accepted as regular, there, there are marriages that if they stop fighting, your neighbors will, will wonder, because they are used to insults. But today, the blood of Jesus will settle you in your original path, which is the will of God for your life. I want you to stand to your feet and lift your hands and receive redemption. When you got born again, you received it. But we take communion to reset. Because, let let me tell you, God can mean good. But with time, there will be a deviation from the will of God. Lift your two hands. And you, you yourself, just pray to God and say, Lord, whatever has twisted in my life, Whatever has gone off course. Whatever is not in keeping with your original will for me. Any deviation of the moments of my life from the original path. Today, as I take communion, may it resurrect. Resurrect. May it reset. Reset. May it reactivate. Reactivate. Your original plan. Lord, yes. I enforce. Begin to pray. Everybody. Everybody. Lambadi Labra Santo Bahashindini Mosa. Mega de Librinian Dosh Peleniande. Rebel Prendit and Mosa. Blood power. Eternal redemption. It, one of the meanings of eternal is timeless. Pray. 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 Somebody here must pray about your son. Your son. Your son. Your son. Your son. Your son, your daughter, your marriage, your ministry, your business. Jesus, look, the devil, he is he's a professional derailer. He can derail 
That's why there's what we call midstream correction. One of the functions of communion is that it, 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 it causes midstream correction of whatever has gone amiss. Destinies are being rearranged. You didn't hear me. I said destinies are being rearranged. Amen. 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 Receive that grace. I receive it. Father. I'm a believer. I believe that beyond my master's degree. Yes. The blood of Jesus speaks better things. Amen. I believe that beyond my niceness, Jesus. beyond my PhD, yes. beyond my 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 my, my tribe, yes. my contacts, yes. my 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 virtues, yes. there is something that I cannot have without the blood. The blood Jesus. invokes eternal redemption. Yes. And as I take communion today. Father, I sanctify these elements yes. for use. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Share it. I sense promotion. The Lord just told me. Somebody, when you eat this today, you are going to receive a letter or a call or a text of promotion. Put up the testimony hotline. Mazada. Get ready with your testimonies. Thank you, Jesus. I told you in the services, there's nothing like order of service. There's no order, it's disorderly. If you don't like it, go to the Amrahia branch of Lighthouse. There's order there. There's no order of service. There's, there's no order. There's disorder. Sometimes we need chaos. In the upper room, what happened? There was chaos, earthquake, shouting, noise. Before everybody had the drop of fire on their heads. The fire that purges your destiny can never come, can never settle on you until a little chaos. You joke, one day you come to church, 10 15, I'll be preaching. You wait and see. We are here in this church. Inshallah. Lift your bread now. I sense promotion. Hello? Hello? David said. Now watch it. Listen to this. Is there anybody of the house of Saul? That he might come and sit at table with me. That's why we eat communion. That's why we eat communion. Is there anybody? And the servant said, honestly, there's no one. The only one left is a cripple. And you know, kings, cripples don't come to your table. His name is Mephibosheth. He is Saul's grandson, but he's paralyzed. And you know that kings... David said, what? Mephibosheth is here. Bring him to me. So we see Mephibosheth paralyzed, a cripple, 
sitting at is there any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake that alone is a message verse 2 there was a servant Ziba verse 3 is there anybody Ziba said he has a son but he is lame I feel sorry for screaming. That's not polite. I just felt some promotion. I said the communion, why we eat communion is my foolish. Thank you. Verse 4. The king said, Where is he? Bring him. Verse 5. Then King David said, they, they faced him. Verse 6. He saw David. He fell on his face. Verse 7. David said, I'll show you kindness. Hello. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. And thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. Now, now, this is favor. It means that the table at which you eat bread. Is a reflection of your favor level. So, not Joab. Joab eating at David's table is not promotion. But Mephibosheth. Lame. Paralyzed. Is that not who we are? Can you imagine a fornicator like you? You are about to eat at the Lord's table. A woman who has been to a shrine before. You are coming to eat at where? Who's table? That's not David. This is the law. Communion is one of the highest levels of promotion. When you eat communion, you you are experiencing elevation. Therefore, today, whatever is in a pit in your life, this communion lifts it out of the pits. Verse 8. So he bowed. He said, what is thy servant that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog? None of us here deserves it. The Syrophoenician woman, when she came, just like us, Christ said, you are a dog. But imagine you sitting at King Jesus' table. Can you imagine? You go to a palace. The king is eating. And who is there? Emma Samani. Abba! Divine Aka. What? Sitting? Where? God's table? Where God is eating? You are sitting there? Whatever represents a demotion in your life is broken away in the name of Jesus. Lift it. Say, this represents my promotion. Any area of my life where I am down, any background. 
That's a shameful. Any destiny that is colorless. By this communion, I take my place at the table with kings, with the Lord of Lords. Where Lords sit is where I'm going to sit. Say, this communion elevates me. Lift it up. See the body of Christ. This bread at the Lord's table is my promotion. It's my promotion. This is my promotion. Say, I'm being promoted. Three times, I'm being promoted. I'm being promoted. I'm being promoted by this bread. In Jesus' name. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. Somebody here, your boss will call you and have lunch with you. There is someone here from this, let this week pass. You will no longer eat at the workers' canteen, you eat in another room. I don't know which room it is, but it should not be the workers' canteen where you normally eat. Because of promotions. We are about to drink what Jesus himself said is my blood. He said, This is my blood. He didn't say, This looks like my blood. He said, This is my blood, which was shed for the remission of the sins of the world. Today, as you drink this, whatever is a sin, a stain, a weakness, a handicap, a source of concern. This blood clears it off your plates. Health. Social. Academic. Ministry. Business. Anybody here in the first service, I prayed for mental illnesses. And I want to visit the service with that anointing. Anything that wants to take your mind away. A young boy. You want to push you to the mental hospital. As we drink this. We enjoy the cleansing of the blood. Say the blood of Christ. Say I'm drinking this wine. At the Lord's table. Say, it's part of my promotion. As I live here, as I go home, as I'm in town, I'm enjoying, I'm going to enjoy, I will always enjoy divine elevation. Chess, I was not meant to sit on. I will sit on it coolly. Say, this is my promotion. I enforce it by faith. Say, I enforce my promotion by faith for a testimony against the enemy. The blood of Christ. Drink it. Now, 
Lift your hands. Nobody takes the cup home. It's not a souvenir. Lift your hands. Lift your hands, please. And just thank God. Thank Him. Thank Him for what you have achieved by the blood. Remember how you'd have been. He's brought you back. He's brought you back. Anybody in prison? Hello. Please. Let's look at Zechariah 9.11. I love that verse. Zechariah. Zechariah. One of the reasons why we take communion. Zechariah. It says, As for thee, you also. Tell your neighbor, say, you also. Tell a friend to tell you that you also. Say, tell me that me also. Yes. You also. Say, as for thee also, by the blood of the covenant, not by your PhD or your MBA, by what? By what? By reason. The reason is the blood that you have just drank. Please lift your hands. I have sent forth thy prisoners out of the pit. Even before they come out, I have dragged the pits of any water. Anywhere they have put you, thinking that after two hours you will be drowned. A power has dried the water. That alone is a miracle somebody must be clapping for. I'm excited. Shout, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out by the blood, by the blood of the covenant. Of the covenant. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Hey! Can you lift your hands for one minute? That's another reason why we take communion. By this blood. God sends the prisoners out. Anything that is in prison, your finances, your mind, your ministry, your marriage, your eyes. Some of you cannot see opportunities because your eyes are in prison. Lift your hands now. There's power about to hit somebody here now. Amen. Anything that has chained you to a tree, you watch it. As your hands are lifted up now, that chain is melting practically, practically, practically. Lift your hands now. In two minutes, Jesus, prisoners are coming out. Amen. In two minutes. And I'm happy that it's not for bishops or reverends or pastors. As for you also, you also, lift your hands now. Two minutes. Any aspect of your destiny. I see somebody is already running out. Somebody is running out. Yes. Somebody is running out of the prison. Yes. Escapees. Amen. Escapees. Amen. Escapees. Amen. Escapees. Lift your hands. Sha. One more minute. Jesus. Father, bring them out. Yes. Lift your hands and speak in tongues. Kabarababa. Speaking tongues. You are coming out. Any dungeon, any prison, any hole you are in, 
You are coming out. Amen. Out. Masataya. Out. Ah, that is it. Oh, it's happening now. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Some ladies are coming out. Some boys are coming out. Come out, come out, come out, come out. Out of the prison. Yes. Out of the prison. Yes. Jesus. Lift your hands. Quietly. Father, I thank you. Now thank you. Thank you. There's a lady. Yes. You have been locked in a room. Jeez. Never to marry. Today you are out. You are out. Any prison. Any prison. Jesus. Any prison. Any prison. You are coming out. Just thank you. Yes, thank you, Lord. Your children. Ah, yes. Your business. Yes. Your life. Yes. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you. I just saw a room like a shrine on fire. On fire, Jesus. Shapaya. Now, since you are clapping, then just clap and thank God. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Set them free. Ask for thee also. Young ladies, lift your hands. Whatever is hiding your glory. Amen. I see an angel opening a door. Yes. Your glory is coming out. Amen. Jesus. Three ladies. Three ladies have suddenly been included. Yes. They are on a list that originally they were not on. Yes. Three of you. Three ladies. Three. Lift your hands. Yes. And let's go home with it. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I see a padlock has been broken. Yes. Kaish. Jesus. A padlock has been broken. Amen. A padlock has been broken. Amen. Jesus. Shabaha. Kebokoshi. Kosata. A hand. That was, that was keeping you under the water. That hand has been cut into two. Amen. Celebrate your liberty. Amen. Celebrate your liberty. Yes. Bring her to me. Jesus. Bring that lady to me. Bring her to me. Yes. Bring her to me. Keep clapping. Now you are mandated to surprise.
despise those who are laughing at you. Amen. Keep clapping. Yes. God is giving you in your hand an escape route. Amen. Nobody under the sound of my voice yes. will be at the mercy of a gate. Amen. At the mercy of a lock. Yes. At the mercy of a padlock. Yes. Clap your hands and enjoy your deliverance. Hey. Jesus. Paha. Yes. Kenoroloshinda. Jesus. Burdens. Yes. Jesus. Piranadaha. Bring it up. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh Please. yes. Oh yes. Three minutes ago, I told you to clap your hands to thank God because we have ended the service. But I want you to clap your hands now. I don't know why, but it is going to confuse the enemy. <laughs> It's a supernatural sound. Be loose. Be loose. Yes. She's free. Leave her. Yes. Bring her. Bring them to me. Bring them to me. Carry them to me here. Clapping. This is how church ought to be. The mountain of the Lord is a mountain of deliverance. We are having church. Be loose. Keep clapping. Somebody here. The power and the fire of God has encircled you for a change of destiny. Somebody here, receive it one, receive it two, receive it three. Keep clapping your hands. The power is finding someone here. Here, right now, here. Confuse the armed robbers. Confuse the enemies. Confuse them. You will never be the same. This oil. Yes. Just clap. You are not clapping for me or yourself. No. Okay. Pretend you are mad and just clap. Yes. It's called a sound of confusion. The Syrian army heard it. The Syrian army heard it. They heard it from four lepers. But your enemies are hearing it from you as a hand clap. Yes. Yes. Yes.
Thank you for church. Thank you. Thank you for church. Thank you. Thank you for church. Thank you, Lord, for church. You may be seated, please. Wow. As you sit down, put your hands together for such a wonderful time in the presence of God. Wow. Tell your neighbor, it is already happening in the service. Oh, say the testimonies are already happening. Wow. I have breaking news for you. The Bible said we overcame him by the blood and by the word of their testimonies. Right in the service. At 12 o'clock, I received a testimony. As the service was going on, the, the testimony says, Praise the Lord. Oh, I cannot hear your response. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It says, my testimony is this. I have been called for caesarean session at New Nungo when Bishop was leading us in prayers. Just this morning, power hour. This means that I am going to miss the rest of the prayer time with Bishop. And the main service I said to myself Why don't you wait and leave After the prayers But as I thought Bishop was encouraging us to believe I decided to redirect My prayer to the hospital For the woman to deliver On her own After the prayers I gave my offering Took my bible And went out and made a call. The response was, we were calling you for CS. Tell your neighbor but. Tell your neighbor but. The woman has been delivered. Are you sitting down? Why would you stand up and give the Lord a shout of praise? Give the Lord a shout. I cannot hear you. Give the Lord a shout. How many of you remember when Bishop was leading us to pray? He said, even doctors are limited. He said, doctors cannot do much. He quoted 1 Timothy 6.20, opposition of science. What was to be the order, Caesarean, has been turned around. She has given birth, meaning all complications were resolved. As the man of God was leading us to pray, there is power in this place. I see you receiving yours. Receive it. It says, God bless you, Bishop, for this wonderful time of prayer. I encourage everyone to believe these prayers. Prince Henry Answer is my name. An anesthetist. Give the Lord a shout. This is a medical person. This is a science person. He has been confounded by the power of God. I see the power of God confounding you. Receive your testimony. Don't forget that service hasn't ended though. Within just an hour, miracles are taking place. Before you go out of this place, your testimony awaits you. Receive it. I want you to put your hands together and let's welcome our brother, Ben Justice to share a powerful testimony. Put your hands together. Tell your neighbor, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. 
It's happening already. Put your hands together. Wow, Ben Justice. You are welcome. Thank you. What is your testimony? My testimony is about how Bishop's prayer and oil, anointing oil, delivered me from buying a new engine. Wow. From buying a what? An engine. A a new engine. engine. You, yes. Maybe you don't have a car. You don't know how much it costs. But it's big money. What ca- your car is not a small car too. Yes, yes. Hey, what a shock. So what happened exactly? Um, I traveled to Mando. That was on the 4th of um, March. All right. On my way back, I got to have a... Hold on. Somebody say have a... Somebody say have a... How many of you know Have? In this house, Have is a special place for us. So I said, somebody say Have. Okay, wait and hear the testimony. I got to Have, and then I felt that the braking system became so robust. So I can't, I can't really apply the brake. Somehow, some way, I managed to park somewhere. So I called somebody from the town. So he got me. From Have? Yeah, Have, from Have. The person got me some mechanic. Then he told me it was some air system which affected the brake. I don't know much about it. So he did something and then I moved on. I got to a place we call it Peve Mountains. Peve, from Have to Peve. <laughs> Hold on, tell us. Then what more. I realized was that. The temperature of the engine was rising abnormally. Jesus. So, I have to pack. I packed there. Then, I don't know what to do. So, I called my mechanic to just report the incident. I can't reach him. Then, I called a guy in church called Francis. He knows much about engines. So, I called him and then I reached him. I told him, oh, this is the situation. I got to realize the temperature of the engine has gotten so high. He said, no, 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 no. Don't touch the car again. Don't put it off. Otherwise, you have to buy a new engine. Then, some drivers were passing, so I stopped most of them. Very much. I was so frustrated. So, this one would come and say, oh, it's your gasket. This one would say, oh, no, no, no. The car cannot move again. Don't try it. Except you are ready to buy a new engine. Where I was, was I'm rubber prune. I'm rubber actually plied there, so I don't know what to do. I, I got stuck there for almost two hours. Then suddenly, I remember that I have Bishop's oil in my car. Jesus! You were stuck in the middle of the road. In the middle, there's, there's nothing. An armed robbery zone. Zone. Jesus. From Have to Pever yes. to armed robbery zone. What a shock. So what happened? So as soon as I remembered, I took the oil. Mm-hmm. I lifted it so high. Then I said, oh, let this one do the miracle. Let this one do the miracle. Yeah. Then what happened? So I just made a cross on the engine. With the what? A cross, just with the oil. I used the oil to make a cross on the engine. Wow. Then I entered the vehicle. I sparked. The ignition came. The temperature was a bit normal. So my intention was to go about two kilometers and park by a police station. So as I was going there, I met some mechanic and I asked him, oh, this was what people complained. He said, no, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with your engine. Hey. 
him in Have, but by the grace of God, our bishop has visited Have and has come back. So he crossed and moved on from Have because his bishop has gone ahead of him. He gets to Pebble Mountain, then down to an arm robbery zone. The impossible. Your engine is poor. Your car cannot move. You remember you have an oil. I have an oil. You took the oil. I took the oil. Made the sign of the cross. Yes. Then after that, you went sat in the car, turned it on. Yeah. Then you heard what? Vroom. I moved. Vroom. You will hear vroom. Whatever in your life wants to come to a standstill by the anointing oil, by the power of God, you are moving on. Receive it. Receive it. Say, I am moving on. I cannot be stopped. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a shout. Wow. So I continued the journey. Thinking, oh, something will happen. I got to Bong. Got to Somania. And then eventually arrived at Oyibi. You will arrive. You did not yet. I'm saying you will arrive. Receive your arrival. The way you are receiving it, as if it is automatic for you to go and come. Didn't the Bible says your going will be blessed and your coming will be blessed? It means when you go, you will come. You too, when you go, you will not be stuck in town. You will arrive. Receive it. So, till today, I've never sent the car to any mechanic. It's been how many weeks now? About three weeks now. Three weeks from that incident. He has not been to a mechanic. The oil is still working. The anointing in this house will work in your life for two years, for three years. Your life will not be parked in the middle of the road. Receive your blessing. So I want to thank Bishop for the prayers and for the oil. Wow. May God continue to increase the anointing on this Jesus. Life. Put Amen. your hands together for such a powerful testimony. Put your hands together for such a powerful testimony. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.